Greetings and salutations, fine people. I'm Patty Alvarez. Welcome to The Good Soul, a show where we'll have supercharged chats with everyday humans from all walks of life and unpack what in their story will inspire us all. We'll extract the untapped wisdom, distill it, and serve it up to you in all the right ways that will engage, enlighten, and most of all, inspire growth within your soul. I think people are awesome. So join me on this journey through the hearts and minds of ordinary people to uncover the good soul within you. This is The Good Soul. Hello, universe. Welcome to The Good Soul, episode five, The Pursuit of Happiness. So I'm giving the warmest and most sincere heartfelt welcome to my dearest friend or one of my dearest friends, I should say. <laughs> She's up there, Cindy Bishop. Welcome to the show, Hi, Cindy. thank you. Aww. I'm so happy to be on the show. Well, Yay. thank you for being here. Yeah. So this was kind of like a last minute thing. Mm -hmm. The topic of our, our show today is the pursuit of happiness. And I said this to Cindy before, I'm going to say it to you guys right now, whether you're Adolf Hitler or Mother Teresa, that is one thing that we all have in common. We all want to be happy. That's yes. for sure, right? Yes. That is one thing we all are striving for. So are you ready to get happy? Cindy, are you ready to get I happy? Am. Manny, am. are you ready to get happy? Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's get happy. So by the end of the episode, we're going to be doing the happy dance. I'm such a dork. Anyway, so guess what? You can learn to be happier. It's not something that you have to settle into and say, this is the fate I'm destined for. We will today re reveal the secrets to you on how to live a happier life. <clears throat> it's one thing to talk about it, but how, right? How we think I want to get rich or when I lose weight or when I get that house, or when I get that car. But studies have shown that no, that that's not the case. So today's episode is based on a book called The Happiness Advantage by a man named Sean Acourt, who I hold near and dear to my heart. I've read two of his books, and they're fantastic. He gives us the formula, the inside scoop on how to become happier human beings. Mm -hmm. So I want to start things off with a quote. I read this probably about six months ago online, and I think it's fantastic. It was read by said by Jim Carrey. And he says, I think everyone should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so that can, they can see that it is not the answer. <laughs> right? So how about that? Did that resonate with any of you, either of you? I think. True. Yeah. Right? True. Absolutely. So um, lucky for you guys, I'm going to give you the inside scoop on how to get happier. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. So research, research has proven that we all have the power to be happier. Many of us have suffered from trauma, have suffered from heartbreak, but we do have the power. Um, why do we love? Why do we wake up in the morning? What is our why, right? What is our why? And it's all relative. So how do we find meaning and purpose? Um, I'm hooked on this topic and it's all relative to each. So my happiness may be completely something different than what Cindy's, Cindy's happiness is. Mm -hmm. So, Ooh, I just made yeah. up a new word. Cindiness. Close to Cindyism. <laughs> I love it. I know Cindyism. So I hope we get a Cindyism out of this oh, episode. Oh, I'm sure you will. No yeah. Doubt. And no I'll doubt. like ring a bell. <laughs> yeah. Cindyism. So tell me though, um, what does happiness mean to you? Ah, uh, happiness to me is just feeling love. Um, in so many different forms, but just feeling the love of someone, 
who I'm around or with, or it happiness is looking at someone smiling and they're smiling back at you. It's just feeling like you can be completely 100% yourself and you're feeling accepted and loved. And, um, so that's happiness for me basically is just the smile, the acceptance, the love and, um, you know, really just the joyfulness that you get out of meeting, um, and being with your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because it sounds like, um, happiness is a matter of the heart for it you. It is very much the heart. Yes. Yes. It is very much the heart. Yeah. Well, you're very much in line with what studies have shown is that, um, Social connection is the number one. And we had this conversation with our daughters. We had this conversation with our daughters <laughs> over the weekend because they were kind of complaining that they're not yeah. as social as they would like to be. And it, I was kind of like Rachel was saying, well, it's okay. And I agree with her. It is okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but where are the studies that back that it's okay? Because I don't know that I necessarily agree that it's okay. I think it's okay to be at peace with who we are and what we're right. doing, right? But we always want to be kind of um, striving for more, I guess. But I, I'm trying to find another word, another way to phrase it without it sound like sounding like there's necessarily a gun to our head. Mm-hmm. But I love that you brought up people and not things. Right. Things. Well, and, and also I don't, I always think to myself when I see people is just a smile goes a long way. You don't have to get in a conversation with every stranger that you meet and it has to be authentic. You have to feel it in your heart. But if you smile at someone and give them eye contact, it doesn't matter what age they are. Mm -hmm. The reception back to you is love. They smile back at you and they feel it. And just for that split second, you have a connection with somebody that you may never have a again, but you didn't ruin their day by giving, not giving them the time or giving them a bad look or just ignoring them completely. Like they're not here. Well, we, we radiate. Mm -hmm. And part of why I asked you to do this is because you are arguably one of the happiest people I know. I try. (laughs) Well, it's, I, but the thing is, I don't think you really do have to try yeah. very hard. I think it's something that is in your tissues. I mm-hmm. think it's in your who you who who you're made up of, what you're made up of, and and you know I wanted to point this out too. It's not something I want to trivialize because mm-hmm. I understand that somebody can come on um, Spotify or iTunes and they can tune into the Good Soul and be like, yeah, easy for you to say, yeah. like you didn't just get diagnosed with cancer, you didn't just mm-hmm. lose your son to suicide. So we all suffer from trauma and all these events. And Cindy is no different. I mean, Mm -hmm, you lost your brother. He was at a very young age and you both of your parents now and, and the ability to maintain joy and contentment Mm -hmm. through these tragedies, right? Mm -hmm. That to me is like what you've learned to probably achieve. Yeah. I don't know if that, that it ever felt, it always felt that way for you at a young age. No, I mean, even at a young age, when I lost my brother, it was, you know, when you go through all the stages of grief, you feel like you're isolated, you're on your own. And as time goes on, you start to remember the joyful moments you had with them. Yeah. And then you're so grateful to have that time that sure. you can say you, he was my brother, this was my mother and father. Sure. And so it brings me such great 
great memories that I feel the love of my family when I think of stuff like that. Yeah. Instead of going, we always we always remember the bad, it seems like, of sure. tragic moments in your life. But when you can learn or try, not learn, try to find something wonderful that happened, just find sure. that moment where you laughed together, where you had a special bonding moment, it could be putting your feet in the grass, playing outside, um, just anything. It just makes you realize how wonderful life is. So whenever <clears throat> I'm giving my condolences mm -hmm. to somebody, whether it's on Facebook or in person, I always say, may their greatness live through you yeah. and through generations to come. And especially when it's a parent mm -hmm. or a sibling or mm -hmm. a close, intimate loved one. And to that, I would add, um, that's completely how I look at the loss of my parents. I mean, I rarely get sad when I think of them. Yeah. I mean, I constantly say my father is in my bones. Like I can literally feel him in my bones. Um, and my mother, I mean, she's just, I mean, she's part of the air I breathe and I celebrate them and yeah. I live my best life in their mm -hmm. honor. I mean, let's face it. I didn't start a good soul podcast because I'm a pessimistic curmudgeon. I started <laughs> one because all of the, all of the great things right. I feel like they instilled in me. So um, I'm going to wrap this segment up for now, but don't go away because we, when we come back, we're going to talk about success and how success relates to our level of, level of happiness. So don't go away. Greetings, friends and loved ones. Welcome back to The Good Soul, Episode 5, The Pursuit of Happiness. I'm here with my dear friend and probably one of the happiest people I know. <laughs> well, I know one thing. You're one of those people who probably makes me the happiness. Uh, happiest. Yeah, you too. Really? Right back at you. You make me yeah. laugh till I cry. Do you I remember? Well, they were over for game night a couple weeks ago. And when Cindy and Niall left and Tracy and, and, and Matthew were with us, but he was like, that's so sweet. That's so great that you have such a connection with somebody like Cindy. Like he Aww. sees how like you just, yeah, he was like, it's bright. Yay. He said it's bright. We're very, yeah, we yeah. do. No, you make me laugh so I cry. I love to laugh till I cry. <laughs> well, let's just PS. So Cindy, as we know, and if you don't know that we have a yoga studio and Cindy is a teacher at the studio. Mm -hmm. And I always laugh when I come in on Fridays at, or uh, when Monday, Wednesday at five o'clock and I walk back and forth during her class. <laughs> I'm like, is, is there a comedian in there? Because like every three and a half minutes, the whole room busts out laughing in a yoga class. I'm like, everybody looks mad in my yoga class. Everybody's like happy in your class. But yes, you're you're extraordinary, Cindy. I'm so glad. This was the last minute. Vanny was supposed to be sitting there today. And I'm so glad that I just, bing, I was like, Cindy, hey, you want to sit and talk to me? So, I am too. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, good, good, good. So we left off talking about... Um, does success come with happiness or does happiness come with success? So studies have shown, now this is a study that Sean did with over 1600 people. It's a Harvard University study. And these facts, and this is probably one of the most important ones, state that no, that in fact, happiness comes not from success, but success comes from happiness. Mm -hmm. So that really hit me hard. So, um, Rarely do we want to fight our genes, right? So let's get, let's bring it back to a grassroots level and where we can affect this aspect of our life, where we can make a difference. Rarely does it come from our genes. So we can have a mother that was a curmudgeon, a father that was abusive. We could have grown up in foster homes. We could have had 
suffered major trauma as a young person, right? But you do, we all do have the ability to shift that. So you don't have to have born into a charmed life and with a silver spoon in your mouth, mm -hmm. right? In order to live a happy life. We talked about this earlier, but I, I was going to save it for later, but I think it's appropriate to bring it up now. This is a really strong fact. 10% of our happiness is based on the outside world. 90% of our happiness is based on how we process and perceive the things that go on within our lives. Talk about wow. feeling empowered, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about feeling empowered. So what you want to do is you want to change your habits and change your mindset. And Sam and I talked about this last week in um, our episode on um, atopic habits. But positive emotions, they flood our brains with dopamine and serotonin. So dopamine and serotonin, for those of you who don't know, they engage us in learning. They help us to organize new information. They help us to retain that information so we can use it in, for later use, whether mm -hmm. we need it on the job or we need it in an argument or we need it to prove our point at some level. Um, but it also offers better neuron connections that help us with our creativity, oh. which, yeah, that's big for you. You're yeah. also a painter, yes. which I love. Yeah. yeah, Cindy paints murals, which I think is fantastic. Are you still in the game Both with that? Penny. No, we, we sort of retired you did. during the pandemic. All yeah. right, I was trying to give you a plug, but forget that. All didn't right. want to climb up scaffolding uh, anymore. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where was that? Oh, we were in Disney World in um, the Spaceship Earth. There's that one scene where... They have Michelangelo on the scaffolding. <laughs> I, I just picture you on scaffolding, painting yeah. the ceiling oh, yeah. of the Sistine oh, yeah. Chapel. No, but you did beautiful work. Well, okay, so forget Thank that you. plug. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, what, what does everybody want? Everybody wants to be happy, right? So mm -hmm. um, pleasure, and again, I brought this up to you earlier, pleasure is short-lived. And this is what we do a lot. We go for quick fixes when we want to be happy. We go for chocolate. We go for alcohol. We go for food. We go for um, binge watching and that sort of thing. But the ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy that we are feeling when we're striving for potential. And I think mm -hmm. of Tony Robbins. I read this in, I believe he says it in Unleash the Power Within, from Within, mm -hmm. that when he runs on the treadmill, he has a mantra. And if anybody is listening to this podcast, probably is some form of a self-help junkie, um, they'll know this quote is, every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. And he would run on the treadmill <laughs> every day. And I sometimes when I'm running on the treadmill or if I'm doing something that's rhythmic, rhythmic, I think of that. I think of that every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. So um, mantras are important. And remembering that, of course, I'll say this again, it's the growth. It's the mm -hmm. process. It's back to what we talked about with Andy Warhol last week on the Atomic Habits episode that um, it's almost like the foreplay is not to be like naughty, but like the foreplay is better than the sex sort of. And mm -hmm. once it's done, it's like, boom. And then you kind of crash mm -hmm. and you feel like um, you want more, more, more. But getting back to also what we talked about earlier, number one, above and beyond anything, and this kind of comes back to your definition of happiness is our deep social connections mm -hmm. and what a strong bearing that they have mm -hmm. on, um, on our ability to be happy and our ability to, to kind of connect with ourselves. I have a quote that I say at the end of every class is, um, if you think that everyone else is an idiot, right, and you're the only smart one, then yeah. you're not there yet. You're not enlightened. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. keep looking, keep searching, keep finding. So um, 
ask yourself this on a regular basis. What is your personal definition of happiness? I mean, let's face it. We're living in probably one of the best times in human history, right? There's the fewest amount of people dying of disease. Um, there's We're not actively engaged in a war, right? At this point, obviously, we're out and defending other countries, but we are not. America is not. Um, but it's not leading to elevated levels of happiness, but rather, this is the sad part, and it's kind of... Um, coming uh, to me, the real pandemic, the real problem is, le is leading to elevated levels of depression mm -hmm. and suicide. Right. Um, I think people don't, um, sometimes you have to remember that happiness is so many different things. Mm -hmm. And so it can be, happiness can be helping someone um, and just making you feel so good, uh, valued, you're valued. Yeah. And happiness can also be just coming on the mat and just going into a child's pose and realizing you're about to give yourself one hour of uh, self-care sure. away from everyone else. This is your time, mm -hmm. meditation, all that. There's so many different forms of happiness and yeah. people don't realize they don't, they want happy. They think of happiness as you're, you're just so happy. You're smiling, you're laughing when you can just be happy being content and mm -hmm. being at peace, <laughs> you know? We talked about contentment too. Mm -hmm. So, and back to that 90%, 10% statistic that really hit me hard is for some reason, and I heard this in um, Living Untethered by Michael Singer, and I'm definitely going to do a whole podcast. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite books. But why is it that we feel as though it is um, the universe's moral obligation to hand deliver us our happiness on a platter. Mm -hmm. right. why, why do we feel like, uh, and if we don't get what we want or what we need or something bad happens to us, like, oh, I have a black cloud over my head and what's the matter with me and what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. um, that's a big one for me is that oh, to yeah. really recognize like um, the world is not here to deliver to me all of my needs. It's my job to, as I said, to be an active participant, to go out and actively seek um, and find those joys right. and how I'm perceiving, right? How I'm perceiving things. If you're stuck in the hospital, if you can find a way to laugh with the nurses, you know, we used to bring when in ICU, we used to bring the, um, the hospital staff donuts and, you know, they loved yeah. us. It was sad. Um, mm -hmm. I, 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 we, I always laugh because my, my, mother's funeral, one of the nurses was there and Dr. Horkheimer, my mother's oncologist came in and she was like, and the nurse was like, Patty, I don't think I've ever seen him at a patient's funeral. Why? Because, you yeah. know, happiness, we oh, just yeah. kind of turn this tragic situation. And even my parents on their last Isn't day turn something? this. It is, it really is. Um, so, but most people think they have to work hard um, and success to get to success and happiness. Right. But I say, well, yes, you have to work towards it, but also remember that it's a moving target, mm -hmm. right? It's going to move around a lot. So, um, for example, Manny and I just built our dream house, right? Yeah, we built, built a house and we're in a great area, great neighborhood. Um, but when are we putting a pool in? When are we finishing the basement? When are we putting, we want a pool house. He when wants a I fancy tractor. Kitchen? <laughs> when, yeah, when, yeah, like when is enough no, enough? Yeah. This is where the word contentment yeah. comes into play. And you can relate it to your own situation. If you're an athlete, if you're trying to be the personal best, um, if you're, kid, uh, this is really big for me, is people who are living vicariously through their children. And unless mm -hmm. my, chil my child gets number one in whatever relay or what match or this, that, and the other thing, um, that's a lot really hard. And I feel like it's a lot of pressure on our children Definitely. because we really do inherit 
all of these things, mm -hmm. right? And we pass them on to our children. So that's something really important for all of us to keep in mind. They're watching us very closely. So here's the key. Here's the key. We want to flip the formula. We want to keep reminding ourselves that our happiness is going to bring our success and not vice versa. Success doesn't make you happier, but it's the happiness that makes you more successful. And intelligence, right? That's only going to account for your job success, your technical abilities, right? But 75% of happiness and success is how we process the world, mm -hmm. right? Our perception of the world. So we have to keep this in mind and we have to understand that it's our behavior that really matters. So social connection, I love this. I love this. <laughs> social connection, right, is just as predictive of how we'll end up living as obesity, as our blood pressure, as to whether or not we smoke cigarettes or the quality of food we eat. So can you imagine wow. that? Mm -mm. I mean, I can't That's even get my head around that. Crazy. Like it really is. So we talked about the blue zones with Dr. Nicole on her show, the L show. She's on WSIC on Fridays at two o'clock, but we talked about the blue zones and that made me so, um, it really moved and inspired me to think like, wow, how important the people around us are. So, mm -hmm. so thank you for being one thank of those you. people in my life, sweet thank Cindy. You. I love you so much. I love this. I yes, love it. I totally agree. <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up, uh, segment two, and our next segment: Are you a glass half empty or a glass half full person? So stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Cindy Bishop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Good Soul, Episode 5, The Pursuit of Happiness. Tell me, I'm feeling like I'm already a happy person, just like in the two short segments that we've been talking. How about you? I feel great. Yeah. I feel super happy. All right. What, what about Very you, baby? Are you happier? Are you happier? I think. I, all right. Good. feeling good. comfortable. Well, we hope you are happy out there, too. So that's the goal for yeah. the episode. So um, is happiness hereditary? Are you optimistic by nature or by nurture? So while genes are responsible for the baseline of our happiness, right? Our baseline does not have to be our destiny. And this is really important to understand. I need for everybody to understand that you have the power. You can harness your power. I'm sure most of you have seen Life is Beautiful. Have you seen the movie Life is Life Beautiful? Life is Beautiful. It's um, subtitled in Italian. And I can't remember. He won the Academy Award. I can't think of the Italian actor's name, but... Um, it's shot in a concentration camp during the Holocaust. Oh. And he spends the whole experience basically amusing his son. And it's such a beautiful story. Mm. We have to watch that. Um, and if you haven't watched it already, it's really, it just, it's, it's, it's a testament to what we're talking about right here today, that um, you, you're, you don't have to settle your fate on um, a tragedy that you've dealt with, something that's mm. kind of took you down. Mm -hmm. You have every, every ounce of power within you. And as we talked about with the loss of your brother, I mean, that's mm -hmm. major, Cindy. At such yeah. a, what were you, 17 years old? Um, I was a freshman in college. So I was like turning 20. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, there's a couple things. I mean, I say this to the girls a lot. And I, I wish I said this the other day when we were talking at the house is that you are not your thoughts, 
right? Mm -hmm. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are no different than Alice in Wonderland or the Wizard of Mm -hmm. Oz. Your thoughts are a product of your imagination, of your creativity. Sometimes it's our fear. Sometimes it's our paranoia, right? And sometimes it's our happiness. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll, we'll think something and we'll kick our body into this position where it's the reality. I remember being on an airplane once and um, I was white knuckling it. I was so nervous. <laughs> and the person I was with looked at me and said, you are in position like the plane is literally crashing right now. <laughs> and you got to stop, like have a drink, do yeah. whatever you have to do to calm the, you know what down. And it's kind of like, look at that as metaphor for life. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have the the ability to break those chains. It's a choice. It's not a practice. We're you born. Have- you have the ability to get away from toxic people that bring you down, that that steal your happiness. And I know that's quotes that people say, oh, don't steal my happiness, don't steal my joy. But there are people out there that are, they won't, they just, they don't, I don't really feel like a human being really truly wants to steal your joy or happiness. They're just yeah. in that that just awful state of mind. Yeah. Where See, they I don't, don't realize what I, they're doing to others. I don't feel like I, at this age, And it's like 35 and below, yes. But I feel like at this age, Mm -hmm. I don't allow myself to get close enough to anybody who is Mm going to steal my joy. I've learned to really um, get, you know, polish my skills at like keeping people at an arm's length. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that uh, I agree. So you're I not mean, out yeah. there fighting with oh, everybody. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, I yeah. just stayed away from them. Everyone, yeah. you will encounter those people in your life. Yeah. You will have an experience with them. Yeah. And you will think they are absolutely wonderful. And then yeah. all of a sudden you realize, wow, that just brought me down. Yeah. That just took me down. Yeah. And I can't deal with it anymore. So you learn to walk away from situations yeah. like that. You move on. Yeah. Well, and then we have these like pop moments, right? Like, I was leaving Dario's going on to 150, going left, (laughs) that hell turn. And I go to turn and the traffic is at a standstill. Like, where is this lady going? Mm -hmm. She wouldn't let me in. So I found my moment and I nosed my way Mm -hmm. in and she lays on her horn. And I turn (laughs) around. I'm not going to hold up my middle fingers, but I turn around like little Miss Susie Sunshine. And I was like, just F you. You know, I like, and then I stopped and I turned and I was like, what did I just do? Oh, yeah. I pray I don't end up on the Morrisville Moms Facebook page with a oh, picture yeah. of the back of my car that says good soul. I, like, <laughs> I, but, but what I'm saying is like we, we can be toxic oh, too at times. Yeah, don't talk right? to me about the car because yeah, you I are, am a you totally get different rage. person. It's yeah. almost like it's therapy for me when I was working in Dallas, Texas. Is I would drive to work and I'd be going off the road, getting, you know, finding the quickest way to get there. And then I'm like, ah. and then I get out of the car and I go, hi, how yeah. are you? And But I really was like that. It was like, I don't know. Well, this will lead me <laughs> to a really important statistic that the top, t- according to this Harvard study, the top 10% of happy people are not happy all the time. Mm. So that's another thing. It would be kind of weird, right? It would be very Pollyannic. And I don't know what drug a person would be on maybe if they were happy all the time. So you have to find this balance, right? Mm. And remembering the pleasure principle Mm. versus joy and contentment. So we find happiness through these short-term pops, right? But um, but joy and contentment is really the goal is mm-hmm. to find this like kind of steady river that flows. So no matter what happens in your life, and some people have to survive the most insurmountable, like really, uh, you know, oh my God, what, what what would I do? I can't imagine type 
um, yeah. scenarios and, and they survive. We mm-hmm. we're going to survive. I mean, you're going to survive. You just put one foot in front of the other. So again, we have the baseline, we have the power to improve it. If we cho- choose to do simple things, right. We stay mm-hmm. grateful and we have positive habits, right. But here is, um, the most important question of the segment. Are you a glass half empty person? Or are you a glass half full person? Oh, <laughs> I am both at times. I, I am, I am both. My, did my thing so just pop out? Yeah. I, I clearly am. That's okay. I got it's you. Okay. Don't worry you about it. Me. Just okay. leave it till the next segment. Something just popped You're out good. of my ear. You're good. Um, I, I can be both. I, it just depends. Okay. Really and truly. I, I can't say I'm one or the other. Okay. It depends on, on my mood. It depends on the situation. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I would say, you? I would say, well, I would say that <laughs> if on paper, if somebody asked me that question, I would definitely say I'm a glass half full. Mm-hmm. I think that if anybody who's close to me, who knows me and loves me, um, were to ask that question or be asked that question, I would probably be like the first person that popped in their mind. Like, oh, I know a glass half full person and her name yeah. is Patty. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and I know the answer. My husband is a glass half empty person. If I had to guess. You're content. Imani is a content person. Yeah. But he's very cautious. But you say on paper you are half full, but mm-hmm. in your mind, are you half full yes. all the time? Like um, all the time? There's a few topics yeah. that get me. Money yeah. makes me like paralyzed. Like yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I suck with money. Well, I don't suck with money. I'm doing yeah. pretty damn good in this, you know, like so, yeah. like that. And um, of course, weight. I mean, we we talk about that kind mm. of stuff and food and the guilt. So I think guilt. I, I don't even want to say. I would say guilt, and then stemming from guilt would be it's usually mm-hmm. food and physical health and how I'm yeah. treating my body. But, but you no. are half full. You do I am think that full. way. You I am really do. Full. And I think honestly, I am more that than the other. Oh, yeah, you are. I can't say that I don't have that. You know, half empty feeling sometimes. Well, but I think living. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the answer. According to Sean Acorn, 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 what he says is it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if the glass is empty or full, um, scan your life, right? Scan the world around you and know that there's a picture, right? Mm -hmm. That there's a picture and life and the world is your picture. Your loved ones is your picture. Art is your picture. Mm-hmm. Nature is your picture. Mm-hmm. Sports is your picture. And you can tap into all of these sources of delight, right? These sources yeah. of nourishment we have. Um, and all of us can take advantage of that. On to the point now where when I talk to a person who is so overly pessimistic mm-hmm. or negative or nasty that it's almost like dealing with a child. Like yeah. I can't get my head around it. I can't rationalize with them. I can't reconcile in my mind. Um, and maybe that's just a Pollyannic view, but I feel like it's really served me well in my life. And, um, I think this is a big reason why we're here doing what we're doing, Mm -hmm. like sitting here doing this podcast is because I want to be able to tap into that baseline, Mm -hmm. um, in people's hearts and their minds. And, and inspire them and make them understand there are formulas out there. There are college courses out there. So um, if there's anything in this world that you might want is to find happiness Um, and there's methods, there's ways around it. So um, you had talked about, so what are some of like the simple delights, like the little things that you do in your day-to-day life to find happiness? Um, 
clutch coffee. Clutch coffee. Um, I'm going to Starbucks a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? What do you go to Starbucks? I go to Starbucks. I just like their almond milk lattes. I just oh. go through there. Yeah. See, I love but, Starbucks, but I'm a ice green tea at Starbucks. Yeah. To me, clutch is like clutch drinking. is comfort. It um, they is. have everything. Um, yeah, it does. You're right. You're oh. right. It does. Yeah, it's, and they're, it's they're really so cute good. and sweet there. Every day is just, um, you know, I. I talk to the people that make me happy. I call them and, you know, my family. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chester. Yeah, my dog. Oh my Chester. gosh. Chester. Cindy has the cutest so dog happy. in the world. Yeah. He's a little rescue dog and I adore him and he makes me happy. But just really and truly when I get up, I try, you know, get on with your day and stuff. But I always try to connect with family um, and <laughs> close people you just see? to say hi. I love Well, and you're always, course. she always, whenever you walk up to the studio, you're on the phone. On the I phone. gotta go. Love you. Love you. Gotta go. Love you. She's <laughs> opening this. Well, here's another fun one too. Yeah. Here's another fun one too, that when we moved here, driving through, um, through our old neighborhood and people would wave at each other as he would drive by. And yeah, it's weird for us from New Jersey, but this is, okay. This is a, this is a, custom that we do not do where I come from. Jeep people are the only people that I know that wave at each other. So, so let's all become like waiver type people and we're going to do our best. We're going to do our best to turn you guys into the kind of person that wants to wave a neighbor when you're driving into your neighborhood. So guys don't go away on our last segment. Probably the most important segment is the seven principles of happiness. And we're going to give you point by point. So grab your pen and paper and don't go away. When you come back, we'll go over the seven principles of happiness. I'm a good soul. So stay tuned. Don't go away. Welcome back, fine people, to episode five of The Good Soul. I'm here with Cindy Bishop, my dear, dear, sweet, sweet, amazing friend. <laughs> yes, and we are talking Love about it. the pursuit of happiness. We yes. covered a lot of ground today. So hopefully you guys have drank in all of this material. And we're going to kind of wrap it up now in this fourth segment and tie a bow on it by talking to you all about the seven principles of happiness. So feel free Every point, I'm going to bring up seven points to okay. interject if you have anything to add or any any fun little Cindy-ism <laughs> you want to share with me. <laughs> I would love that. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, that's waiting. a word. You it's one. it. I can't wait. I'm like, it hasn't happened yet. Darn. Well, Cindy will do things like um, she'll call, like she'll say the movie Turner and Hooch. She'll be like Turner and Snooch or, yeah, you know, oh yeah, like I, she'll mess up a little word. Yeah. And I just, I like get such a jolly oh out of it. And I've done that forever. Yeah. What's it's the just, big one? There's a big one that you did last week. I'm like, I love I'm trying to say that. Think I don't remember. Yeah. There's so many, but yeah. I laugh at myself. So that's good. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not offended when someone cracks up laughing because you can't help it. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> Cindy, you were, you're literally gold. So, um, so I've definitely notoriously see the world through rose colored glasses. There's no arguing that. Um, I say this like with, with like love and respect that I don't necessarily think somebody like my husband does. I think that's part of what makes our relationship work so well is that we, um, we, we definitely balance each other out, which I know is a pretty elementary way of putting it, but also, but we do, but there's this also with people like that, there's this stream of contentment. And almost like Zen within him specifically, whereas he can be fiery. There's no question you could be fiery, but um, overall, yeah. like 
you hear those that like he is you are my rock like you definitely are like my my island and it's the truth he is oh yeah yeah and it's great well no it's true i mean well we're lucky and i i mean it's like it's a win-win let's put it that way so thank you but um let's talk about the seven principles of happiness <clears throat> or another word that um sean uses for it is happiness hygiene love it love it i like love all those like buzzwords so let me put on, let me put on my specs <laughs> so number 1 yes of the seven principles of happiness infuse positivity into your environment so less negative TV, um, create a single positive change in your life that makes a difference. And always we say, we said this in Atomic Habits, two minutes, right? So it takes two minutes for you to gather your gym clothes and get your butt to the gym. Or um, what is there anything that you do in your environment that you you think infuses positivity? You know, this is terrible to say because you're absolutely right watching something positive, but those true crime stories, I am, I watch those all the time. There's nothing positive about a true crime I know story. there's nothing positive about it, but I, but I, I kind of like come? watching it. I don't that's know why. I feel thing. like I want to be a detective or something. Yeah. Maybe that's what I get into, but no, I, it brings you to life. what brings me to life, your home, my, my home, uh, yeah. the lake, I yeah. mean, just looking out at water, yeah. just water, well, Cindy's, peaceful, Cindy's, peaceful Cindy, water. your, your yard is literally a midsummer night's oh, tree. When I, yeah. when I got to your house for the first time, I like gasped mm. and I was like, wow. And this is, I think when we were first looking at property mm. and I was like, your husband come over and like look at our yard and make our yard like your yard. He loves to work. Yeah, outside. he does a great he job does. at it, at it. Yeah. So infusing positivity. Yeah. I mean, for us, like I want my bedroom to look and feel like a spa. I think we've done a good job of oh, that. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't require mega bucks. I mean, you could do all of this stuff. I mean, yeah. I absolutely do it on a dime. I mean, from big lots to the Goodwill, there's so many places where you could go and, and what make your you environment do for better. Good soul. I mean, bringing an environment, having people come in to the studio and feeling like, wow, this is great. Just the people that you've drawn in and you've yeah. built this up. I mean, that has to bring joy to you and happiness because oh my it God. brings it to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Brings me. Okay. So I love working here. Yeah. So number one, infuse positivity. Number two, find something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So I just think of back in the day when Manny and I were first dating and we were long distance for the two years. And I used to say to him, I just need to know when I'm going to see you again. I don't care if it's in two months or six months. I can't, that is going to kind of be like my, like, I don't want to say dangling carrot because that Mm -hmm. sounds like a little desperado, but you know what I mean? Like I really, so having something to look forward to, whether it's a vacation, whether it's, um, you know, having something to look forward to is important. You want to wake up every day and say something new that you're grateful for, right? Awesome. So every day, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, always. So regardless of your age or your circumstances, gratitude is going to change your vibe. There's no question. And it's also going to impact what's attracting to you. So in other words, if what you have is not enough right, and you're always asking for more, you're never going to have enough and you're never going to be fully happy, period. True. End of speech. I mean, that's it. Unless so you're true. grateful for what's going on in your world, mm-hmm. right? And you're worried, oh, why does she have more? Why does, why does he look better? He's got better abs. All that stuff. It's a waste of time and energy. It's a waste of your natural resources. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Number three, 
spend money on experiences, not mm-hmm. on stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. I think the older we get to the less stuff we realize that we need. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. true. And whenever I feel like, oh, you know, I can do without that big kitchen yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. along yeah. those lines. Yeah. 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 No, but when no, I do, I'm Niall, thinking, you get that kitchen. I, kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I could have that or I could go somewhere really cool. I can, and really you can't take anything with you. So the experience is yeah. Experiences are big. It and really I feel is. like that way with, really every is, Christmas, yes. when we go to do a Christmas shopping, I say to Manny, like, why don't we just get a big trip? Like I'll go, yes. you know, get the kids some little stuff, but let's just plan a trip. And every year I fail miserably at that. And I go out and buy them presents. But one of these years, I think yeah. once, I think once Molly graduates college and she's in grad school and they really start becoming more adulty, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay. So um, number four is conscious acts of kindness, mm. conscious acts of kindness. So here's a big one. And again, this comes back to you. Write, um, write a two-minute email or text praising or thanking somebody that you know. It makes you happier. It helps you with your social connection with them and the world, right? And as we said, social connection is as important as it is to not smoke, right? To take care of your health and wellness with your body. And um, so that mm-hmm. social connection. So connect with people. I love that because you can connect that way. I love that idea Yeah. because it's one thing that I'm not afraid to do. And yeah. I always tell my class, and but it is true about me. This is one thing that really I believe in. If I throw you a compliment, I sincerely mean it. it whatever yeah. compliment it is, I yeah. mean it, but I want you to know for some reason, I want you to hear that. What? And hey, it, Cindy, what do you mean when you say to me, bless your heart? <laughs> it's like a way of flipping the bird down. <laughs> I, well, I had to learn that uh-huh. in the South. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Well, that's what we said. We yeah, learned that. that means that bless your heart different. thing is really funny for us Northerners because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you so true? Yeah, are you laughing with me or at me? Was that yeah. a dig? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, conscious yeah. acts of kindness is good. Number five. I mean, this goes without saying is exercise. Get your body moving every day, whether oh. it's if you're if you're um you know if you're bedridden and all you can do is move your fingers, if you can get up and run a marathon. Absolutely. Get your body moving every day on a regular basis. Number six, meditation. Mm. Meditation. The more time you can spend in stillness, the more it's going to work, right? You'll feel calm. You grow the left prefrontal cortex of your brain that is responsible for you being mm-hmm. happy. So for me, when I meditate, this is really important. I've been doing TM and we're adding meditation into our repertoire at the studio. Um, I, you have to make sure you're sitting up. I don't care what anybody says. And every mm-hmm. a lot of people want to lie down when we were on the retreat. Everybody was lying down in our meditation sessions. Right. You really have to be sitting up, straight spine, shoulders over hips, right? And that is where I have, I literally have breakthroughs when I meditate. Like I'll, mm-hmm. a project I want to complete, a goal, you know, that I've set something I want to achieve. I, the answer will crystallize. And I like, I'm like, I have that, you know what, figured out like in that meditation. Oh yeah. It's really important. We tried it one night in bed and he was like, this is stupid. I mean, he, well, I yeah. think you have to No, we did it one night. That was it. <laughs> yeah, we did it Do one night. You know, night. I walk my dog. Um, every day and not every day. Sorry, Niall, I don't. He walks him a lot, but <laughs> I do walk my dog. And when I do, I walk past this one uh, neighbor of mine and I don't ever interrupt her, but she's sitting out in the grass on the side of her house and she's facing the sun and it's getting close to sunset time. Mm-hmm. And she just goes 
into a meditative state and I can see her just looking up in the sun. And I think what a great way to end your day. Like she came home from work. It's Beautiful. her place where she okay. finds peace Perfect. and she finds her yeah. meditation. I love there. it. I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So on that note, let's move on to number seven. Mm -hmm. Number seven is to exercise your signature strength. So find your signature strength. So the mural is a great option. Mm -hmm. um, Tommy, um, our daughter's boyfriend, was over last night and he was talking about hike. He he loves to hike. And I said, well, why don't you make a career? And he said, well, I don't want the career to get in the way, but to exercise your strength if you can sing. But conversely, right, if somebody's making you do something, right, that you don't like to do, if your parent is forcing you into being mm -hmm. a gymnast and you don't want to be a gymnast because um, maybe they have un some unfulfilled childhood dream, don't be shy too to speak up because it's right. never too late to change. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to run down those real quick. Happiness hygiene. Again, get your pen and paper. So infuse positivity into your environment. One, two, look for something, find something to look forward to. Three, spend on experiences, not on stuff. Four, committing conscious acts of kindness on the regular. Five, exercise. Six, meditation. And seven, use your skills. So the bottom line, right, is mm -hmm. happiness is a choice. It spreads when we choose happiness and it's easier for others to choose happiness because we shine like mm -hmm. lights. It's an advantage. We when we create happiness in the present, we're better at making the world better for other people. Mm -hmm. So as I say in class, a happy, healthy you creates a happy, healthy world around you. Thank you, Cindy, so much for Thank being you. here with us. If you have any questions, email me at hello at goodsoulyoga.com. Catch us on all streaming platforms. And yep. of course, catch us on WSIC 105.9 FM radio on Saturdays between 9 and 10. Love you guys. Thank you Love for being here. Love you, Thank Cindy. You. Peace. Thank you, Manny. See you next week.